Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you still struggling to find the right debt payoff planner? Well, Savvy Debt Payoff Planner is a new app on Apple and Android to help you get out of debt faster. It has a zero-based budget and keeps you encouraged by showing you how your debt freedom date moves closer and your debt decreases in real time. And best of all, there's a 100% free, no-ad version. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And uh, we want to thank you for joining us on another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Um, Shira, how are you doing? First of all, I didn't need to check in with you. How are you? I'm doing all right. Another busy day as usual, but things are going well. How about yourself? You know, Shira, I'm doing. I'm doing. You know, I had a nice little doctor's doctor's appointment. Uh, today uh virtual so now that that's out of the way you know just on with the regular day i'm excited about today's podcast and you know excited about what the day has to hold Uh, so welcome 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 shy i want to get into this topic because you know a lot of what we do i mean if you could see us we're spent right We're, we're both tired and a lot of the reason why we're tired and maybe even our listeners and viewers is because of how much work we put in, how much energy we put into making money. That's what we talk about a lot. So let's talk about this article in uh, CNBC on CNBC.com where they're talking uh, a Harvard psychologist. Uh, this is the toxic money mindset that even millionaires have and how to break out of it. I'm really interested in this because Sometimes we're just tired, man. We're just tired and it starts to affect other areas of our lives. We're tired in the we're tired uh, because of our pursuit of wealth and things like that, Shire. And it can affect other areas of our lives, man. So what do you think about this? We're going to comb through this article, but what is your initial thoughts on the, just the title? Um, I think the title is just a title. Yeah. I mean, I think they're. It's an attention grabber. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's what it is. I think that there's a lot of layers um, in just that statement about having a toxic money mindset. I think that what we're focusing on is the pursuit of wealth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that some of the toxicity comes from how we work on our nine to five jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of us work for companies and organizations that are really, really um, demanding. Um, you need to deliver. Um, there's a high level of stress that, um, comes from the day to day. I mean, even if, I mean, it's work and it's at home, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think ultimately I hope that folks are not just going to work to pay bills, but that their nine to five job or their entrepreneurial pursuit or business is a part of their overall wealth building plan. And so one of the key things in this article is about um, folks who prioritize money and 
there was another segment of the population that prioritizes time. Mm. And um, the article goes on to talk about how folks will say time is money and how that can um, have some negative outcomes. Just thinking that time is is money. Yeah. And I know that, I mean, have you heard that before? Yeah, absolutely. Time is time money. Is money. I got to get out of here, man. Time is money. Yeah. I mean, it. the visual that I get is literally, you know, the hamster on the wheel. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, I mean, let's, let's dive a little bit, a little bit deeper. Yeah. And Shara, while you're pulling up some key points of the article, I, when you are speaking, I always assume that time and money do go hand in hand, but not in the sense of like the, the, uh, time is money, you know, saying, but more like you need money to buy your time back. How so? Tell me so, more. Okay, so in the pursuit of, of like retirement, um, you're essentially paying money into some type of investment in hopes to later recoup the time and have free time. But you're older. But you're older. You're, you're older. Less healthy. You might be less healthy. You may have burnt some bridges in that, during that pursuit. Yeah. So, I you mean, know. but I mean, yeah, I mean, I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah. And also looking at it from the the stance that time can't be money yeah. because I can always make money, but I won't always have time. Ooh, man, that's so deep. That's so true. And I think, man, so that's, I, that could preach right. There I mean, myself. so how, how do you create balance yeah. um, between the two and the balance that this article speaks of is being more, um, I guess, mindful mm-hmm of the value of time. We know the value of money. Okay. Like we know there's four quarters and a dollar. We know if we have money that we can um, pay for experiences that will enrich our lives, you know, but also seeing value in time, Mm -hmm. the time uh, that you have in your relationships, I mean, your friendships. Um, so. Shari, we talk about this. I think we were on, uh, Sorry, I keep cutting you off while you're about to pull up something. But Shire, we talk about this. How if you if you notice older, more mature people, they have they have hobbies. Like uh, some do wine tasting. Some uh, older gentlemen you know, smoke cigars. Um, That's a hobby. Yeah, yeah. That's a hobby, or it's a habit, or a habit, right? <laughs> I don't know. But those uh, those things, or, or drink coffee, or. Those things that we kind of look at and we put on older individuals or more mature individuals are things that help them to slow down because you can't guzzle wine, right? You can't smoke, uh, you know, the puff, puff pass on a cigar. It's it's something that has to be savored. And I think those are things that people do really to practice timeliness and enjoying the moment and being in the moment. And so um, I think what you said is, is very true. Like, Money is great, but there's nothing like being in the moment and just living, living life and enjoying the time. Yeah. Man, that's priceless. And I would have to continue your train of thought and saying, enjoying the moment. Well, what are folks in our age bracket doing from moment to moment? Mm. And the only, one of the main things that I think of is social media. Yeah. And being in this non-physical world, um, 
Pretty much the Matrix. You're I, in the Matrix. <laughs> I guess. I'm like one of the only people that haven't seen that movie. Yeah, Let's keep that between that. us, you know. Um, but, I mean, spending time on social media, that's mm-hmm. what we do a lot of. And, I mean, over this last year, we there wasn't, I mean, there was a time when many things were closed. And yeah. so it, to me, makes sense in, in a lot of respects that people would be spending time on social media. Yeah. But then you have to think about, okay, well, what are we looking at? How are we spending our time? Um, I think that some of the things that we watch or we participate in can definitely, um, definitely plays a role into whether we're money driven or whether we're time focused or I don't know. I think that I, I don't know. I mean, I think that are you money driven? I might as well just come on and ask you. Yeah, I'm definitely money driven at this point, point in my life. Uh, I'm definitely not. I, as I age, I'm seeing more and more the importance of time, but I'm think I'm still very naive to the concept of time. I think many young people are. You think you, you think you're, you I think I'm gonna feel like this forever. I think I'm gonna feel like Marcus, you know, how I'm feeling right now. I think that this this is infinite, but the older I get, I start to realize like, oh yeah, man. I don't feel like I did at 18. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it starts to set in like, okay, time is this this thing's for real. This thing is, you know, it's fleeting and uh but in the moment, this is the era, this is the time period in our lives, Shire, I think we're, we're, we're kind of trying to block that out. And we're just like, man, I got to get this money. I got to continue to to acquire assets and things like that because I want to enjoy life later. I want to enjoy life later. Well, and I think that's the trap. That's the trap. That's definitely the trap, Shire. I mean, I think that's the trap because – and I – so I think that that comes from – like you're the man, you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay. So I think that that's part of like ingrained in your DNA, the provider part of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the idea that I have to wait until another time to enjoy life is kind of scary. I mean, how do you yeah. know when it's down the line? Why yeah, would you put? Sure, why right. would you postpone your joy when you can have it today? And that, see, I just really put a feminine bow on that. I should reframe it to talk. You know. No, I love that you're going at it with the with the male female and listeners. If you agree with us, uh, go ahead and give us five stars on this <laughs> podcast. But I, I, I like that shower because I think about athletes. LeBron James, like he'll he'll, he'll he's at this um, this era in his career where like every week he's he's passing Wilt Chamberlain or passing this great historic uh, goal because he's been playing for so long. And then they'll ask him, they'll say, how do you feel about this? Like, you know, this is like historic and never fails. LeBron, Kobe Bryant, any guy who, uh, you know, had a lot of uh, uh, great achievements, they always say, you know, maybe I'll be able to think about that when I retire. But right now they can't enjoy that because they're still in pursuit of, greatness you know what i mean i think i'm still in pursuit of where i want to be financially so it's hard for me to just take a step back and say but enjoy where you're at right you know because i feel like that's gonna slow me down what do you say is that is that a male thing Charlotte? i feel like it is <laughs> i mean i mean from your example i would have to say yes i yeah. mean it was lebron james yeah um but i think that this is something that applies to both men and women and for me it's a struggle too because i'm like man, I want to make more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if I made more, then maybe I could, 
I don't even know what I would do. I mean, would I'm we just, be happier? You know what I mean? I don't. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like we okay. should know this. Yeah, but you're right. I don't know either. Yeah, but it's like, why go through life and not enjoy? Why? Why delay your gratification, um, personal fulfillment when you don't have to? Mm. Is really the question. This is deep, Shire. This is deeper than this conversation is deeper than I thought it was going to be because you're bringing up some great points. And me and you have these discussions quite often about like, you know, enjoying the why, why does it have to be either or? Why do I have to be so wealth driven and purpose driven and money driven that you're developing a toxic pursuit of money, a toxic pursuit of wealth because you're not even enjoying your life? You're like, Man, I'm not doing what so and so is doing. So and so not sleeping. I need to not sleep. You start comparing yourself. You start doing yes. all these things. Yes, and it's all around. Yeah. Like literally, um, we just seen an ad on Facebook talking about how to become a millionaire selling t-shirts. Selling t-shirts, and I'm like, thinking, I ain't selling millions of dollars worth of t-shirts, man. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, that don't even look like a million t-shirts. Right. You know, I mean, that looked like maybe twenty five, fifty. You know, because but- a lot of this is cap out here, and we just believe in it. Right. And and it's affecting us, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I definitely think it's worth taking in, inventory of of that, of yeah. what of what um, we're feeding ourselves and the effect that it has. I mean, we can't be bombarded with ads and talk of prosperity mm-hmm. all day and not think about our own personal situation and do comparison. Like it's such a natural thing right. to do that. Um, and that can definitely uh, fuel a person who's money driven. Yeah. Um, money is a tool. Money is important. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that it's not important, but it's just, how do we find, you gotta balance? find that balance? How do you, um, cause you really got to check yourself sharp because that whole scripture thing that we love to many people take out of context. Some, a lot of people say, uh, money is the root of all evil, but we know the scripture says the love of money and, you know, you always think like, man, I'm so far away from that. Like, man, that's crazy. I'll never get to that point. But what we're talking about is really towing that line of the love of money. You know what I mean? Right. When it starts to affect relationships, when it starts to affect your your happiness, you right. know what I mean? And then it, hold on now. Now this thing's right. getting real toxic up and, in here. I mean, and it's such a thing to where it's like, how do you know if you love money? I mean, like, how do you know? I mean, I enjoy it a lot. It's nice to have. I mean, I remember a time when I didn't have it. So, you know, I do have that experience to to recall. Um, But, yeah. So, I mean. Well, Shara, let's dig into this. I keep glancing over it. It says how to start prioritizing your time. So, could we go through? They have a few checkpoints here one maybe the first one yeah so one of the thoughts and this is from this article on cnbc um one of the tips is to convince yourself that time is at least as important as money so Ooh. it's basically telling yourself that money is important but also my time is as well yeah. and one of the examples that they gave in the article is um a couple um, paying someone to come into their home to like clean it up Man. so that the couple would have time later. And while I understand that concept, 
I am personally not quite there yet. And I hear stories about people like cleaning up before the cleaner comes because they really don't want the cleaner to, you know, to think negatively of them, you know, but I think that that is a really good example. Like I said, I'm not quite there yet to where I would like hire someone to come clean up. Um, so I can have more time, but I'm going to have to continue to look for things that work for me. <laughs> but if it worked for you, go ahead and call them cleaners yeah. so you can spend more time with your boo. Yeah. That's a good family. example though. A good, mm-hmm. good example. And number two says, remind yourself of your value when faced with critical decisions. Now this is big for me, Shira Murray. Why is that? You're looking at a, a recovering people pleaser. And uh, I've been that way my whole life, man. I can't tell family no. I can't tell friends no. It's hard for me to tell strangers no. I'm just a sure kind of guy. And I will say yes and then turn around to the people closest to me and be like, why did I just say yes to that? And what I'm doing is I'm not valuing my time when faced with a decision. Hey, can you do this X, Y, and Z for me? I just immediately jump into yes. when I, So I'm, what I'm doing in essence is I'm not valuing my time. I'm not saying, you know what? Man, me and Shara, that's that's a day when me and Shara usually have free time. You know what? No, nah, I'm not going to be able to do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That is so hard to do. It's so hard to do. That is so hard to do. And I will tell you, I'm. Um, one time I told someone no, and they got mad. Like, they Ooh. got mad. And so it is such a hard thing to do. But yeah. if you are on your journey to valuing time mm-hmm. or prioritizing time, then that's what you got to do, you know, and we can't be all things to all people. And so, and I heard somebody say this, learn how to say no without an explanation. See, that's the mm, hardest thing. Okay. Like, give me an example. Uh, ask me, Oh, can you come over and, uh, help me move? No, I'm not going to be able to do that. Sorry about that. Right. Not, I'm not going to be able to do that because, because, or cause, cause then you get, then you start, then you start lying. I mean, let's just be honest. Then you start telling fibs, but just say, no, I'm not going to be able to do that this time. Sorry about that. Yeah. And just end it like that. You know, that's, ooh, that's tough. And that's sit very in hard. Right. It's <laughs> almost like you have to practice for those moments. Yep. It's like, mm, I think so-and-so might ask me to do such and such. Yeah. Let me just play through this in my mind so they don't catch me off guard. Okay. So um, that is uh, really good. And then uh, one of the other tips that they share is about uh, making decisions that allow you to have more time across your days, weeks, months, and years. So for me, it sounds like they're saying be intentional with your time. Mm -hmm. Like free time just don't show up. Right. Like it is very rare for a lot of us. So how can we be intentional about Having these moments where money is not the focus, mm-hmm. um, but we're doing things that we enjoy. I'm not saying things that we enjoy that don't cost money because sometimes it does. Yes. But you're taking time out. Um, to enjoy for, the time. Yeah, for the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. And find ba- it's, it's hard to find balance. And it's even harder to find balance when your eyes are on someone else. Yeah. And so that is kind of what came out of this earlier um, in the discussion. I think, Shire, unplugging is key. I think sometimes we have to unplug from uh, the technology that we all are blessed with. And then also, just like I said, uh, maybe you're, you know, you're not a wine drinker or cigar or whatever. (laughs) But, uh, you know, there's there's reading. There's there's 
prayer, there's meditation, there's a, you know, yoga or different exercising. There's different things that you can do to like slow time down. Cause those are like things you do when like you really, time can't be a factor when you're, when you're in a great novel or when you're reading uh, some type of book, you can't say you could put yourself on a time limit, but you're not, you know what I mean? You want to have, do those uh, exercises that where time kind of stands still and you're not in a rush. You know, I think a lot of what we do is rush and time driven. So just maybe tapping into some of those exercises um, could, and, could help. Right. And I don't want to sound like I'm lecturing because this is like, this is a day to day thing. Yeah. This is, Tomorrow, this is literally yeah. a day to day thing, a moment by moment thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes all you get is a moment. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, um, and I do have one other thing I was going to share, but where are you going to go? No. Okay. Go. I was also going to say that we come from a society that is so deficit um, driven. And mm-hmm. what I mean by that is that we're always looking for a flaw, right? In ourselves so that we can improve and get better. But sometimes we have to tell ourselves that I am enough. Mm. I have enough and there will be enough. Okay. I like that. And um, I think that that is just really um, important to do um and the other part of that is just doing the best with what you have and like one of the things in our story like there was a time when we were on government assistance Mm -hmm. like i'm not an engineer i'm not a lawyer you know i'm not one of the white collar you know professional you know i work in social services we both work for like nonprofits, you know so we're making pretty average salaries but because of how we are stewarding our finances, we've been able to do some really great things. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's not saying I don't have enough, but saying this is what I have. See, this is what I have. This is more than enough. It, well, that's Marcus. <laughs> oh, my Lord. You know like, that's his favorite phrase. It will be enough. It, it is enough and it will be enough. Yeah. And um, I think that, you know, strategizing about what you have, I think that most people can do more than they expect. Yes. But if we focus on a deficit, if I only had more money, I would invest in a rental property. If I only had more money, I would start investing in my 401k. If I only had like, stop eating the wish sandwich. Yeah. It's just like an episode on Martin where, uh, with Cole, he wanted to, um, he wanted to be one of those brothers loading up the sandwich machines or something like that. And it, it, it was like a wish sandwich yeah. when it, when the thing that he wanted to do was totally in his grasp, but he really didn't have the mindset to just take hold of it. Right. So I think what has helped us a lot is saying, this is what we have and we're going to, Oh, we, we going to flip this. Yeah. We're going to flip this. I might have to pick up a, a side hustle for mm-hmm. a period of time season. for a season. So not something that's indefinite, but just for a little bit of time, that's going to help push forth the vision that I have. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, that's deep. Shy. I like that. And, 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 uh, that, that number three, if you can scroll to tire it, it also brought to mind, it says make deliberate, uh, and strategic decisions that allow you to have more time across days, weeks, months, years, uh, that let, let's talk about putting into place something that will generate passive income because yes. that's when you start talking about the years, and the getting your time, you know, that's why me and Shire really are heavy on that because, you know, when you're, when you put something in place, if you're going to hustle, hustle 
not just for now hustle so that you'll have time down the road. Right. That's what, right. that's, that's what's key here. So Absolutely. things like, uh, you know, you guys know what we talk about buying index funds or, you know, buying rental properties so that you can get residual income or creating something that will give you residual income, uh, through sales. However you do it, put time in that. If you're going to put time into something, put time in that so that later you will have time to enjoy. Right. And that is really one of the keys to wealth is creating those passive streams of income because there will come a day that, um, we might not be able to work for income, mm-hmm. you know, so we want to be able to not have to go into a formal work setting um, to be able to pay our bills, yeah. you know, so it's it's really about thinking about passive income. Because a lot of the stress is you're trading your time in for this money and it's like a even transaction. Like, But if you're able to flip it to where you're getting the money without giving the time. You're building that. Then you're crossing over into the wealth stage. Right. And for those of us who are still in the workforce, you know, if you're able to invest, mm-hmm. then invest yeah. and know that maybe this first hour I'm working on my job, but I'm saving every single penny of it for my future. Yeah. And so with that, you're not just going to work, just to be going to work, but you're going to work for today and for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're um, doing it on your terms. You're thinking about your future and your best outcome. Yeah, I like that, Shy. I like that. That's that, that's good right there. That's good. Uh, any more you want to add to this, Shy? Because this is feeling nice and complete. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that that pretty much summarized a lot. Yeah. Of my thoughts, and I mean, that is the question: Are you are you chasing wealth? Are you chasing money? And how do you balance the two? Absolutely. So hopefully you'll be thinking about this through the coming week. Uh, I do want to say this because we've let you all off the hook uh, for the past few episodes. But I have to remind you all, please, 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 if you enjoy this podcast, do us a huge favor and like this. Give us a five star rating on whatever platform you you're listening to this. And because what that does is it broadens our reach. It uh, tells Mr. Algorithm that, hey, these guys are pretty good over there. And, um, you know, we get our podcast seen by more listeners and more viewers on YouTube. So, yes. And did you ever like formally say that when we drop a podcast, we're dropping two versions. So there's a version with music yes. and a version without music. So check them out. Yes. Get your preference. There's some people that like the music. There's some folks that say, you know, they want a, a traditional style podcast. Right. So we want you to know that we're reading your comments. We're taking your feedbacks feedback and we appreciate you Absolutely. so much we read all the com- all the comments and all the the reviews especially on uh apple Podcasts. we so like shara said a lot of people was like hey i love it but the music the music i mean that's marcus y'all you guys that's don't like him. music okay hey, that's no. you know. but anyway so what we did we accommodated you like shara said so there's a non-music version yeah and a music and version. thank you for the suggestion yeah yeah it was pretty cool so if that's all shara uh I guess we're going to we're going to take off. Thank y'all for checking us out. Yes, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. Bye.